Mainly because it already is being that. Okay, I don't like that intro. Yeah, whatever. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. It's your parents watch this. Another week where we fucked up the intro bit. Also, another week where the episode's coming out late. But listen, it's not for lack of trying, okay? We're dedicated to this podcast. How dedicated to the podcast are we? I shit my pants this morning. And Did I didn't shit cancel. Your pants this yeah, I shit my I shit my jammies this morning. Did you actually? Yeah. Well, I was watching Let's the get movie. Get into that. Well, uh, <laughs> while you shit your pants <laughs> while you're watching the movie. Yeah. Well, I was in my jammies watching the movie, covered in blankets uh, and this shit, morning. Apparently, it, no, <laughs> not Probably initially. Probably covered in blankets and piss and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Might, might as well throw some cum and some vomit on there while we're in it. But. Yeah, I don't know, man. I was watching the movie and uh, I had a fart and uh, and then I <laughs> so I <laughs> I let my fart go and I fucking I shit my pants, dude. It doesn't matter. But that's <laughs> but my point about it is that's how dedicated I am to the podcast. Yeah, I'm. We miss a week every once in a while, but you know what? We're on our fucking grind set. <laughs> we rise and we grind. Yeah, I, I love that you're grinding is shitting your pants. And persevering. <laughs> I could have canceled this whole fucking thing. That's true, you could have. I know people who uh, shit their pants and then had to go home from work. Not you. Clocked yeah. in. I know a lot of local comedians. Brad clocked in and Brad clocked in and let me tell you right now. He's I already knew he smelled like shit before he that he shit his pants before. Yeah, but I smell it. like shit in the colloquial sense, not the real sense, because I did wipe that. You think? I oh I wipe. <laughs> you want to know something about me? I fucking wipe, dude. Yeah, I get in there. Yeah. I get deep I in there. I go crazy on the wipes, too. Too many wipes. Well, I'm just, I'm happy because you told me that you liked this movie and I was surprised. And so, you know, that really speaks volumes I was to distracted how good this for movie a lot was. Of it. Okay, well, I thought that maybe ass. shitting your pants would uh, kill the vibe for you. No. I thought you were going to come in here and be like, yeah, this movie sucked, you know? You ever watch a movie and your ass is just hot and wet for like no reason because of it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This movie sucked so much it made me shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was so not entertained by this movie. I had to do something to get myself uh, into it. But no, I thought it was good. Um, what's this movie about? It's Clerks that we're watching, Yeah, right? we're watching Clerks. Came out in 1994, directed by Kevin Smith. It was his first movie. Stars Brian O'Halloran, Jeff Anderson, and Mar- Marilyn Gilogati. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Nobody gives a fuck about actors. N- you, that's true. Um, um, so, last night in the bar, right, uh, you were in an argument with a man, uh, a friend of the podcast. We won't use his name, though, out of respect. And uh, you were saying uh, you guys were arguing about who was Dante and who was Randall. And you kept looking at me to judge like I had watched the movie yet. Yes. And uh, now that I have watched the movie, I would like to go on record as saying your choice of wanting to be Dante is wrong. Randall's the cool guy in this movie. Yeah, looking back on it, Randall is the cool guy. But Dante's the main character and has the most screen time. Yeah. So I'm coming at it from a career sense. And he does sense. have the most uh, babes on his roster He as does. Well. He's got, uh, what? Two? Two babes in the movie? Twelve that they acknowledge? 12 that they acknowledge yeah oh yeah because they were doing fuck numbers yeah fuck num. you know what that's a uh, one of the parts of the movie that probably aged the worst is how low their fuck numbers are <laughs> 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 what 12 yeah oh that's disgusting that's, that's problematic to me actually if you fucked less than 20 times i don't need your opinion on shit i don't want to hear it <laughs> But uh, you're also, uh, <laughs> there's a difference between fucking 12 people and fucking 12 times, though. 
Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but uh, still, if you fucked less than 20 people, then. If you fucked less, like, okay, if the number of people that you fucked, if they uh, were all killed in, like, a carpet bombing situation... And it wouldn't even make international news. Yeah. You got to do some soul searching. You got to change your ways. Yeah, that's true. You have to have sex with a notable amount of unarmed combatants. <laughs> <laughs> you need to fuck enough people that if they all died at once, it would be considered a genocide. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked six million people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm keeping that in. But anyway, what do you think of Clerks? What's this movie about? It's about... I couldn't tell what it was about the whole time. Yeah, because this is kind of supposed to be like... There was really a moment for this, I feel, in the 90s and a little bit kind of in the indie movie resurgence of the 2010s, but just movies where it's kind of character studies and the rest of the movie is otherwise about nothing. Like, this is really just a day in the life of a guy who works at a uh, convenience store. He's kind of, you know... He's probably too smart for the job, you know, a yeah, little overqualified for any other job. Yeah. And that's the thing. And he also doesn't care enough. Like he's so checked out from all this. So it's really just a character study about a guy who is fucked. Yeah. For life. the listeners, if you haven't a seen minimum this movie, wage slave who. Yeah. If you haven't seen this movie and you're looking for a quick rundown, Diary of a Wimpy Kid for Adults. That's what I. I yeah. I think. Yes. You're, that's true. Yeah. All that is true. Yeah. This is like Fight Club if you're a pussy. <laughs> this is like Fight Club if he never starts yeah, the Fight Club. If you never got radicalized. Yeah, 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 exactly. You were just like moping around. This is Edward Norton if the first... Whoa, what'd you just call him? <laughs> Edward Norton. Oh, okay. Sorry. What did you think I said? Well, I say thought... Say it. I thought you say said... It. Say I what thought, you think I said. <laughs> I, thought, I just... I misheard. I Why thought you said that thing No one knows what you're talking saying. about right now. I thought you said what you always say about guys. Well, that I respect them. <laughs> yeah, um, that, that they want to be you. That I think they're equal to women, and that women want to be with you. I actually think they're less than women. Yeah, that's a good take. Is it? Yeah, but I don't know. Did uh, did kind of the core premise of this movie resonate with you at all? Like having to, you know, well, yeah, I do, do a job that you think you're better than, but like you're also still doing the fucking job. So are you even better than it? Yeah, the whole time I was watching this movie, I was like, this reminds me of that podcast. <laughs> no, we're volunteers here. Um, but, yes, of course. Every, like, yeah, of course I relate to the idea that I don't want to go to work. But it's it's more than that. It's, it's It's like thinking that you're better than your job, even though you have no reason to think that you are. It's just like an inherent. Yeah, I mean, I've thought that about every job I've ever had except stand-up comedy. That's true. And then when I do stand-up comedy, I think that I'm not good enough. It's better to be... My point is it's better to be trapped in a job you think you're better than and deal with that than trapped in a job where you think that you're not good enough and everyone will find out soon. I think it depends because, I mean, like, you know, Dante in this movie, he clearly wanted, like... Lar I don't know if he actively wanted it, but he needed like larger meaning. He needed something to like actually work towards and, you know, build yeah. himself up to become better. Because that's the cool thing about comedy or, you know, anything that you actually give a shit about. Uh, and, and, you know, you feel like you're not as good as you want to be at it is that it forces self-improvement. You know, like you might not be happy, but like 
you're building something for yourself to hopefully be happier down the road and be able to look back and do something that you think is sick. That's true. And I am kind of lying. Listeners to the early episodes will note that I'm a lot happier just doing stand up than I was working in the kitchen. Yes, for sure. But I mean, and that's that's kind of the I think the um, almost the lie people tell themselves, because I, I feel like that's kind of a, a growing movement right now, at least lately with some of the people that i've met uh in my life where it's like um they have like actual jobs you know comparable to stand you know careers that they want to uh get better at progress through and all that but then they get there and realize that it's kind of fucked they don't really like it and then they check out and do a nonsense job that they can you know totally glaze over for eight hours a day and not have to you know pay attention or imagine that they're there yeah it's crazy that that's how you're supposed to spend eight hours that's so many hours eight hours is so long to do this man you know what this movie captured really well is the feeling uh like the way you feel through an eight hour shift yeah like you wake up you do all the fucking you get there you're pissed off you got to they they do opening duties in this movie which i loved i didn't have an appreciation for those until like this watch through i've watched this movie like a couple times when I was a kid before I had, like, these type of jobs, and now I've had all of these jobs. Yeah. And that opening sequence hit home, like, turning all the all turning on the pot, uh, coffee and, like, unlocking all the shit and having customers come in and try and talk to you, and you're just fucking burnt out. Like, you're hungover. You have so much shit going on. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you have to just be polite to guys. Yeah. Here's the thing about uh, a job is I'll do it, but I shouldn't have to be nice about it. That's what I'm saying. Every job I've ever had, the true work part of it has been being nice to my coworkers for eight hours. Yeah, that's the only hard part. Like, you should be allowed to be negative. What? Let's normalize being rude and negative and mad the you whole should. time. You're Why at work. is that wrong? It sucks. Yeah. You Get ha- pissed. It's called work, dude. Get like, mad. <laughs> yeah. Who invented the idea that I'm supposed to be smiling while I'm at work? <laughs> you ever try to smile for eight hours? It hurts. Yeah, you get mad. It's not real. They used to tell me at McDonald's to s- that I was mandated to smile when my job was uh, talking over the headset to people and yeah. they would never even see me. And they were like, you have to smile. We'll be watching on the camera. Yeah, they'd tell me to do that at the pizza place I worked through, too. They'd be like, they can hear you smiling through the phone. Make sure that you are. Yeah. And then out of spite, I would just be like, oh, what? That's how I would open orders. I'd be like, what? Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to McDonald's. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) What? That's what I would say. (laughs) That'd be pretty good. I would (laughs) say, uh, yo, what kind of fucking shit can I get your ass? (laughs) What's that belly hungry for? Remember when that person was- Big ass milkshake. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Yo, I bet you're fucking fat as hell. <laughs> Yo, what can I get for you? The e- largest size of milkshake we have. <laughs> what would you like, a quadruple Big Mac or a quintuple Big Mac? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> can you make a Big Mac as a double-double? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody orders a Big Mac and I'm like, yeah, I'll put some cream and sugar in the bag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just mix it all up for me, you know. I used to do this thing at McDonald's where if anyone ever asked for extra ketchup in the bag, I would type in 69 ketchup packets. (laughs) (laughs) And then I didn't know they were actually putting that many ketchup packets in until one day, like a year in or something, my boss came into the booth and he was like, 
these guys really want 69 catch-ups? And I was like, you also have a headset on. You know that they don't. Like, and he was like, we've been filling bags of ketchup. <laughs> like, I made them lose money in ketchup. Oh, man, that's so dumb that they did that for a year. <laughs> well, it must not have been a whole year. But Counting out 69 packets of ketchup. They're like, yeah, it's actually faster if you just count out 70 and then subtract one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, count by tens. <laughs> Oh yeah, that rocks. I do like those uh, d- um, dumb, you know, jokes or whatever. Food, sc- any scam that you can run at work feels good. Yeah, I was a big fan of our garlic aioli thing we were running at uh, uh, Red Robin. Me and a bunch of the servers would just upsell garlic aioli. We'd try and add that onto everyone's meals, um, and it was like a dollar, so it wasn't increasing our bills at all. But it would fuck over the kitchen because they never ordered enough garlic aioli. Yeah, we just started doing this one week, and then got bored of it a week later. So we just fucked up their <laughs> orders for like a, yeah, you know, I did just that. no reason. I did that with fillet of fishes because we had like there was a chart of how many like things you're supposed to make depending on the hour because yeah. they they got it fucking down to a science there. McDonald's greatest business in the country, um, but yeah, so I would upsell the double fillet of fish all the time because I had to pick something to upsell. That was the rule. Yeah, or else I don't know what else would happen, but. And so I would upsell that, and then eventually, like, they had to change the charts. So it would be like, at, at 3 p.m., we need nine fillets of fishes <laughs> prepared. Like, the same amount as, like, uh, just beef patties. <laughs> like, and then once I stopped working there, they must have just been like, what What the fuck? Why do we have so many of these? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And I would always upsell it late at night, too, and it was, like, at the time where, like, the people had stopped giving a fuck about throwing it out and making fresh ones. Yeah, so yeah. People would just get, like, the crustiest old <laughs> fish patty. Yeah, I <sighs> something ab- I've never had a filet of fish, but every time I'm at McDonald's, part of me is like, try it. It's so Get funny it. to eat. Like, it's not even like it doesn't even make sense as a br- <laughs> like you can tell they didn't fully workshop it because <laughs> it's a steamed bun yeah. and then like this old like styrofoam bread thing and then tartar sauce and cheese. So like literally, it's just wet. It's just like eating a wet burger <laughs> that like only kind of tastes like fish. That that rocks. And you can't even tell what type of fish. Yeah, it's sounds good. like the rest of the menu at McDonald's. It's yeah, kind of wet and kind of tastes like fish. I guess that's fair, but like it's not that wet. Like this one's like wet on purpose. Yeah, that's a crazy creative choice to make. <laughs> um, y- you know what this movie really. Uh, kind of made me sad about is I realized I always wanted to work at a video store. I always wanted to be a video store guy. I'm never going to get to have that. And this movie makes it look like so much fun. Yeah. You just get to think about porns all day. Well, that's it. Like you're thinking about like all the movies, like just keeping the way that he had like, cause there was that one, uh, bit. I, I really like this bit where a lady came in the store and asked like rent a kid's movie. And it was like, Oh, let me call and order it. And then he ordered a bunch of like hardcore porns and was like, and what was the, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, what did you want? Um, but like just having all that shit on the same level as like Titanic, yeah, and like I don't know. Did you get to go to video stores when you were a kid? Oh yeah, did you? Yeah, I did. But I like that's the the thing about the porns that I don't get is like I don't think we had a porn section in my uh, local Sherwood Park Rogers video. We definitely had a porn section at our local movie gallery video. Because every comedian has a bit about the fucking porn section, and you'd have to like go through beads, and there'd yeah, be yeah. like incense lit, and it'd be like. But I've ne- I never saw that. 
and I explored that video store. So I don't know where the fuck it was. Yeah, we had one in our video store. I never went into it. But I guess maybe I just lived in such a good neighborhood that nobody was even whacking off. Yeah, they were probably all just having loving sex with their spouses. Yeah, we have sex once every three months, and then uh, that's it in Sherwood Park. Yeah, or maybe you guys were just on the cutting edge of internet porn, and it didn't make any sense. That's true. I also only went to the video store after the internet was invented. So, probably a little column A, a little column B. Probably yeah. very successful marriages and the ones that aren't, you know, they failed because of the internet. You know what I think that people can learn from this movie? What? Is that more small town gla- gas stations need to have one of those I assure you were open signs. I agree. Like, <laughs> half the small town gas stations I stop at, like, you can't even tell if it's open until, like, you've been standing at the counter for five minutes and the lady comes out from the back with like a lit dart in her hand and she's like what do you want a knife (laughs) yeah what do you what do you want an oil slick rainbow colored knife blade yeah oh no just gas okay yeah you're like gas and then she just looks at you confused and a knife she's like don't you have a don't you have your own (laughs) don't you have like 37 jerry cans in your shed (laughs) like everyone else in this Uh, you got like 50 liters of gas how many knives do you have do you ever go to a town so small that the gas station is the hang spot? No, I haven't. Actually. I was coming back from uh, Saskatchewan like a couple weeks ago, and I took the back roads. Yeah, and uh, we ended up in this gas station in this town where it was like it looked like a fucking like it lo- it was bumping. There was like thirty trucks, like guys who didn't have cars just hanging out in the parking lot nice. it was so cool like the gas station part was like the last thing you'd ever use in that area like everybody was just tailgating basically it was cool as hell i like that i like that um i want to start <laughs> hanging out outside of stores we should do that i do love guys who do that but that that kind of reminds me of red deer like red deer has that set up a little bit in gasoline alley where they have all the uh, gas stations that have restaurants attached to them yeah and then patios that go into the like the gas station area um i don't know i just love watching families eat you know mcdonald's and then tim hortons all together on the sidewalk yeah i just like uh gas stations honestly they're, they're a good time. I like small town gas stations because you never know what's going to be in the display case, but you always know it's going to be fucked. That's true. Like, it's always either, like, a huge $500 dab rig that you're like, no one here, like, would buy this. Yeah. Like, it's so expensive, and also you only have one. Yeah. Or it's, like, a thousand knives. It's Yeah, it's typically the knives. There's usually a lot of porn. Uh, hats. Always yeah. a hilarious assortment of hats. I like the ones where they have just like a sh- rack of shirts. Yeah, I like the ones where it's like bootleg Supreme and Gucci stuff. It's oh, just, I've never seen one of them. Oh, there's there's one gas station on the way up to uh, um, Grand Prairie. It's like one of the early ones that you pass outside of Edmonton. But um, yeah, inside there's they have like a big rack behind the counter, and it's just full of like misaligned supreme box logo shirts and so sick yeah like armani hats because i've been looking for a place to buy fake designer lately well let me tell you about this gas station just on the outskirts of town (laughs) yeah we gotta go because i cannot figure out aliexpress i tried i am turns out i am fucking so dumb like i have never been too good for any job actually that's what our merch should be is just us trying to figure out drop shipping i actually figured out what my merch is going to be you can buy stock in me Ooh! you give me 10 bucks you can have 0.1 percent of me (laughs) make some residuals i'll cut one of my nails and you can keep it that's very erotic yeah 
I bet there's people who would buy that. If you sold a vial of your nails. <laughs> I sell vials of a lot of different Own shit. Own a little piece of bread. Yeah. I sell blood and cum. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, if you want an autographed vial of the shit that I took in my own pants this morning, email me your phone number and I'll call you. <laughs> um, I like the guy just hanging out at the cashier doing anti-cigarette PSAs. Yeah, I was going to say, that's awesome. I feel like if the government really cared about everyone stopping smoking, that's what they would do. They wouldn't put little pictures on there. No, I don't even know what the picture's of. Yeah, I just see it and I'm like, oh, gross! I need a cigarette. Yeah, I'm like, oh man, that's a lot. That stressed <laughs> me out so much that I need a dart. Oh fuck, I gotta calm down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's always like a guy with like the throat uh, pussy. What's that thing called? Uh, you got it. <laughs> throat yeah. pussy. The doctor induced throat pussy. Yeah, the smoking the smoker's pussy. <laughs> 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 Remember that when that lady said we swear too much on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I uh, like the throat. Yeah, and it's always a picture of that guy, and you're like, well, that'll never happen to me. Like I fucking, I'm like really good at smoking. <laughs> yeah. How was this guy smoking? Yeah, this guy fucking sucks. What, <laughs> was he lighting it and putting it in his throat? That's Gee, not how you smoke. Oh, dude. Well, <laughs> now I know why he got cancer. <laughs> it's just a guy who like w- w- does that thing where it's done and you just suck it in while it's still lit. And Cigarette companies it. should like they should clap. They, they should do like clapbacks to the uh, like the guys who are like don't smoke. They should do like King Von style. Like he got cancer. He's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, I don't know. I just, I don't see myself as a guy who's going to get cancer. Yeah, you know. (laughs) No one does. (laughs) I see myself as a guy who's fucking stressed out and he'll deal with it next week. (laughs) Yeah, a guy who beats cancer, sure. But Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, cancer can't compete with my resilience. No, I'm a heart disease guy. I know that. I'm going to die of a bad heart. I think I'm a diabetes guy. I'm going to die of a broken heart. Oh, <laughs> man, I'm sorry to That's hear that. That's the heart disease I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's uh, funny. You uh, you go to a, your doctor for a checkup, and he's like, uh, is there anything you like want to tell me? Because uh, according to these x-rays, it looks like you have a broken heart. <laughs> looks and like then, you're really and, sad. And then you're like, yeah, I'm just looking for like a guy with a stable job who can like support me financially. And then you guys start making out. And then on the x-ray... It shows like like the end of the Grinch. Your heart just melts together, and then his heart also melds together with your heart. And yeah. that's a whole new type of medical ailment that yeah. we don't even have a cure. And uh, we get a second opinion. Third doc, the second doctor gets in there. We all we all fuck. I want to make a doctor's appointment for the first time in like four years or however long it's been since I turned eighteen, and just be like, uh, Doc, I think my heart's broken. <laughs> what do you got for that can i get a couple opiates or something because i'm sad yeah you should go in there and ask for opiates um also asking puberty questions would be pretty funny <laughs> just be like doc i gotta show you something <laughs> just okay. show him like all your pubes <laughs> <laughs> doc seriously i got so much hair on my balls like <laughs> I, I think it's too much hair <laughs> i know everyone has some hair on their balls <laughs> but like Look, let me just show you. <laughs> they told me in health class that I would get some hair on my balls, and I was fine with that. I signed the contract. Mm-hmm. I know what I uh, what deal I made. But this is fucking insane. This is disgusting. 
You're like, how do you deal with all this hair on your balls? And then your doctor has to show you how to shave. That would be sick. Yeah. I think they should uh, teach kids how to shave their balls. Yeah, they should. Because honestly, it's insane that they just let you like figure it out. And do you know how hard it is to like find like do it yourself? Yeah, you have to pull so many different directions. You got to try a bunch of things. Because the it's funniest also thing about balls is like when you get in the shower, like before you get in the shower, it's all crinkled up, right? The yeah, skin's yeah. all tight. You're like, oh, this will be easy to shave. And then the second you get in the shower, it's like, let me sag on you. No, I know. And then let, it's me like, show you, <laughs> let me show you how I sag. Well, and I wouldn't mind if it sags. Cause it's like, know, let me turn my it. sag on. That's what I was looking for. Like go. turn my swag on. Anyway, go ahead. Turn <laughs> my sag on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your yeah. balls start crip walking. Anyway, it's just so hard because you can like stretch it and, you know, shave your balls that way. But then you got two fucking balls getting in the way of that operation. I always miss uh, a lot, too. Like, oh, yeah. I always think I got it pretty good. And and then everything dries up and there's just like a corner of fucking pubes (laughs) on a nut. It's very, very (laughs) funny. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Balls might like that's how, you know, God's doing bits up there. Yeah, that balls were <laughs> that he designed those was <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> put them on everyone. <laughs> Not everyone. Maybe you think that's everyone because you only consider people with balls to be human, but. I'm not like that. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> people with balls. <laughs> yeah, people of balls. <laughs> How long until that's a phrase? Yeah, there's people not men and balls. Well, there's not men or women. There's people with balls and without balls. There's people with balls and people of uh, balls. Two kinds of people. Everyone. <laughs> people of balls. <laughs> the difference between men and women. Is that one of us has balls. <laughs> yeah, the difference between <laughs> men and women is the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone's done that before, but hey, it's a riff podcast. Um, yeah, a- anyway, but back to the cigarette gum guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. I liked the cigarette guy because uh, he, 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 uh, he started calling uh, Don- or comparing Dante to uh, the Nazis. Because he was like, oh, wait, you're just selling cigarettes, huh? Just following orders? You know who else was following orders? Yeah, yeah. The Nazis. Adolf Jeremetrius Hitler. No, he, uh, he, he gave the orders. No, he was following orders from God. <laughs> <laughs> he was on a mission from God. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that one of my favorite things to do when I'm upset is compare things to Nazis. Like, uh, one time my credit card got declined at the bookstore, and I was like, you know who else... Uh, hated when guys had books. <laughs> Adolf <laughs> Jeremetrius Hitler. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I thought it was very funny. And you would also be shocked at how much you do get called a Nazi working in retail. Really? Yeah. Well, is that like a new, because I feel like that's just a mask thing that just started. You're probably right. I'd say it mostly is a mask thing, but also people are so stupid. <laughs> they hate rules. They hate not being told they're not or being told they're not allowed to do something. Yeah. And they lose their minds. Have you been called a Nazi at the spice store? I've been called Gestapo at the spice store. <laughs> Where you're like, uh, hey, listen, you're only allowed salt and water to season your chicken. Yeah. And man. then they're like, you fucking Nazi. You just don't even know how to react to that. Being called Gestapo. Yeah. It's like, I don't even know what that is. I'm wearing an apron right now. I honestly, until right now, thought Gestapo was Italian ice cream. You're thinking of gelato. (laughs) (laughs) My bad, dude. (laughs) What's Gestapo? Italian Nazis? (laughs) Gestapo is the secret police. Oh, I thought that was the SS. Kind of. Uh, I think Gestapo is like a little bit different to that somehow, but still a very similar flavor of bad guy. You know what I don't give a fuck about is any of that shit. 
yeah, you know, we shouldn't be talking about all the <laughs> different flavors of Nazi on this show. This is about good times in classic movies. Me personally, I think they're all bad. I'll yeah. go. I'll say that. Uh, I like the part where he puts a sign that's like, please leave money on counter, take change if applicable. Yeah. Reminds me of Halloween. Also, this movie is ahead of its time. It predicted the automation of cashiers. It did. It predicted self-checkout. It did. And uh, yeah, I think that's right. People are afraid to steal. I'm afraid to steal on self-checkout. I am not afraid to steal. Oh, careful. One you don't know <laughs> who's listening to this. <laughs> One thing about me Higher-ups at Sobeys might hear you right now. Well, they already caught me when I was like 13, but um, yeah, I guess I'm afraid to steal, but then I do it, and then because the rush you get after you're afraid, and then you do it anyways. It's unbelievable. I mean, coming is for the birds compared to that. <laughs> anyway. Now, if only you could steal coming. Speaking of coming, um, when they're arguing about how it's easy to make a guy come, but it's hard to make a girl come. Yeah. What do you think about that? Um, well, for me, here, it's like, cause I, let, I can speak to making a girl come obviously, but let, tell me your experiences <laughs> on making guys come. <laughs> well, for me, making a girl come is a uh, child's play. It's a, uh, it's second nature. What I do you mean child's play? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no comment. But what I will say about making a girl come is I can't not do it. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's second nature to me, but making a guy come wouldn't know where to start <laughs> <laughs> you'd have uh, no idea yeah uh, but also y it is easy to make a guy like J J cole came in math class that's true a lot of guys came in like crazy like a lot of guys will come in the school bathroom yeah that is it's insane. gotta be easy i remember i remember he uh hearing a guy beaten off in the bathroom at junior high Really? Oh, yeah. Imagine, like, choosing to do that, but also not choosing to do it quietly. Yeah, well, everyone knew, because I... have well, What do you mean hearing, like, skin slapping skin, or hearing like he was moaning? No, it was like, you could hear the skin <laughs> and, like, so the funny. jerking you motion. Hear a guy being like... Ugh. Oh, fuck yes. Are you a moaner? Oh, God. I don't even know how I would moan if I was going to. <laughs> No, I don't know. I try to say stuff sometimes because otherwise, like, I don't know. I've been I fuck like a serial killer. Well, that's like, what I mean. Is that, uh, like, yeah, that's because I don't like being perfectly silent. So, I, I, you know, I'll just make small talk usually. <laughs> oh, yeah. Crazy weather we're you. having. <laughs> it is small talk for you. But for me, it's really long and thick talk. Yeah, you get into dense philosophical conversations. For me, it's the perfect size talk. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's not about the size of the talk, but how <laughs> you use it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I I always just go, oh, that's, oh, I, oh, it's uh, nice. Yeah, I'm trying to be clean. Now. Ooh, ah, <laughs> I'm trying to transition mm. to a clean episode. Mm -mm -mm. I go, ooh, uh, that's uh, tight. That that is wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I just say wow. <laughs> I I do. Uh, I, I just I'm amazed. Oh my god, <laughs> that's what it feels like. <laughs> oh what? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how they say like treat her like you're still trying to get her. That's how you never lose her. Yeah. So while I'm fucking, I do pickup lines. I go. I'm like ball. I'm like uh, balls deep, and I go. Uh, Damn, did it hurt when you felt <laughs> 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 I go, uh, hey, 
I stop and I'm like, hey, do you have a Band-Aid? Because I scraped my knee eating your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what are you doing after this? <laughs> Try it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to uh, get out of here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good bit. Mid-fuck pickup lines. Yeah, hear that one and, re- uh, and weep, you fucking uh, aspiring comedians. Anyway. Keen, I heard a rumor that you're into snowballing. No. Who told you that? Uh, a girl that no. <laughs> spat coming out of my mouth. <laughs> you know those guys that hang out by the outhouse at the construction zone near your apartment? Yep. Yeah, all those guys told me. I was walking weird. by. just Super weird. Just thinking to myself, like, oh, I can't wait to podcast with Kean. But I guess I said it out loud. And they were like, you know Kean? Guy loves fucking getting spat. What What was snowballing again? Oh, yeah, a guy loves getting his own cum spat back into <laughs> his own mouth. Yeah. I, ah, this podcast is getting a little too playfully homophobic, I think. No, I think it's fine. I don't think that's homophobic, and I think it's homophobic that you brought it up. All right. Well, I just like to be on record as calling myself out so that no one else can. I'm like Eminem. Yeah, damn, that's smart. Yeah. You're like a self-conscious Eminem. Yeah. Um. I'm like if Eminem had no confidence. Yeah, snowballing is wild. I found out that a guy I knew had that happen to him one time. I didn't know that was real. But what I will say is one time uh, this girl was like, guys should know what cum tastes like. And I was like, that's an insane opinion. Let me not uh, judge you for having that. Yeah. And then we uh, did. Did she make you eat your cum? Whoa, 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 whoa. You're getting ahead of me in the story. (laughs) (laughs) We we did the deed, right? And uh, you know how... Um, anyway, so it was on her belly, you know, and I nah, was like, you're lo- you came in your hands. No, you I- came, you cumped your <laughs> hand. <laughs> well, no, I did it. No, you, I did it. As usual. <laughs> no, <came> no <laughs> that would be a first time for me. And also I have never done that. <laughs> and anyways, so, and then she, like, I went to go get a towel and then I got back in and I was like, let's cuddle. Uh, and because I respect you and I love cuddling and stuff. And then uh, she just like went like this and like scooped it with a finger and hit me on the lip with it. And then uh, I got mad. Yeah, that's assault. <laughs> <laughs> I go crazy yeah. if that happened. Yeah, this might be my most problematic opinion, but I don't think you should be allowed to do that. You you should not be allowed to do. That. We signed a verbal contract <laughs> when you said "come on me" <laughs> that it wouldn't go. From on you to in me. <laughs> you said pull out, and I, uh, I did. That was that was. I held that was my it. end of the bargain. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I didn't really taste it because I um, started crying. Yeah, I was busy uh, uh, doing ten hail marys in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's probably the grossest thing I've ever admitted to on the podcast. Yeah, that is pretty gross. I'm going to move anyway, that to the front of the episode. Shout out to her. I wonder how she's doing. Probably really good. I should call her. Um, y- you know what was a uh, part of the movie that made me uh, honestly glad to have social media? Hmm. Um, so Dante finds out that his ex-girlfriend, who he's been chatting with lately. Yep. They've been talking for the last month or so. Yep. Go- been going pretty well. A little couple late night phone convos. A couple, couple, couple phone calls. couple re- She's like, fall asleep on FaceTime with me. And Some he's rendezvous, like, perhaps. He's like, what the fuck is FaceTime? Baby, that won't be invented for another 30 years. <laughs> God, that would be a nice time to live in. Um, but yeah, uh, sh- he found out that she uh, was engaged to be married. But sh- he found out about it in the newspaper. 
Yeah. And so, could you imagine how much harder that would fuck you up in, like, the 90s? You'd never... There's this girl, you loved her, she disappears from your life, you never see her again, then you just read one day in the newspaper that she's getting married? Yeah. That would devastate me. Because, like, I'm able to use, like... Right now, you know, with social media, a girl breaks your heart at the drop of... Like, I know everything that's going on with all the women who make me the saddest. Well, because what I do with women who break my heart, which is all of them... Yep. Uh, actually, cut that. No. Nope. Um, only... Anyway. <laughs> I'm not going to try to navigate out of the spider web I built for myself. <laughs> but <clears throat> what I do is I either get blocked or block. Yes. So then you don't have to see when they get engaged. To uh, yeah, the guy I've been blocking people were... now, but for a long time I did. I only started blocking people in the last year or so. Um, yeah, well, because in high school I would just ruminate and be, you know, me too. But I kind of almost accidentally liking one of her pictures at four seventeen in the morning. Look, we've all been there. <laughs> But, like, you would build up a tolerance to it at a certain point. And, you yeah. know, like, if something if you know something popped up in your news feed, whatever, she's, you know, kissing her husband or whatever. Yeah. Hypothetically. And it's the guy that she dated before you. Yeah, it doesn't throw you into a, a sad rage. You just Speak keep scrolling. Yourself, well, I am. I see uh, uh, anytime, I, even if she's not my ex, if I see a girl kissing a guy on Instagram, I start scrolling incel boards on Reddit immediately. Yeah, I start scrolling the guy's page. I'm like, what's so fucking great about him? Yeah, I'm like, what is he, skateboard? <laughs> how tall is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to guess how tall he is from Instagram photos? <laughs> yeah. Need him to stand by something I can reference. It's always a guy who has like one picture on his page and it's from nine years ago and it's like just a grainy forest. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're just like, yeah, he is better than me, dude. I mean, those are the hottest guys. Guys who stopped using Instagram in grade seven. Yeah. Who were like, oh, I'm too old for this. And then just like lived in the world. I should have did that, honestly. I'm so fucked now. Yeah, you are pretty fucked. Um, no, I'm cool. No, you, I'm only a, the one that can say that about me. <laughs> I'm reclaiming being fucked. <laughs> uh, one one thing that I liked about this movie. So, you, how much do do you know much about the production side of it? Uh, you told me that it's black and white because they had to film at night. Yeah, it's black and white because they had to film at night, and then they uh, wrote in the um, all the shutters being closed again because they had to film at night. So they needed a reason to have all that shit shut. Yep. Um, but yeah, the budget for this movie was super, super small. Like this was the convenience store where Kevin Smith worked at. They filmed it at nights, so they were able to get a bit of a discount. But he, uh, Kevin Smith, had to like max out all his credit cards and shit to film this. They filmed it over the course of two days, and so uh, they weren't able to like do a lot of like reshoots or take do a lot of takes. And the thing with this movie too is that it's um, it's all like hand cut on film so like they couldn't do a lot of complicated edits and shit with it and a lot of uh the scenes are like very very long extended pieces of dialogue between two characters yeah and they're also very specific like there's a very interesting rhythm and flow to all the conversations conversations in this movie it kind of reminds me of pulp fiction a little bit um oh to me it reminded me of like if rodney dangerfield was talking to another guy yeah i see that Another guy who's also Rodney Dangerfield. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, no, I I was just going to say, sometimes the actors will, like, fuck up their lines. Oh, I didn't know. You can notice them, like, stutter over something or have, like, a weird kind of, 
you know, they just go off cadence, off beat. They say something wrong. You can see that they know they fucked it, but like they have to keep going because they're, you know, four minutes into this take. Damn. Um, but yeah, I liked it. It adds like a certain level of, uh, I don't want to say authenticity because that's lame, but like swag maybe yeah swag i don't know but i i just like it when uh you see i guess uh you're able to kind of see the cracks in a piece of art and realize that like oh hey this great thing is just made by some fucking guys you know and uh like clerks is a you know it's it's a cult film some would say it's a masterpiece i think it's pretty good do you think it's great um honest i mean yeah i think it's great I'll have to rewatch it a couple times to decide, but like, I just thought it was like, yeah, well, you know. It's yeah, I mean, I don't, it, like, I don't think that the philosophy is super crazy, but I do like that it. Uh, I think that it accurately depicts the life of a minimum wage nonsense job, uh, kind of the hopelessness behind it, and a lot of the things that you find yourself consistently thinking about while you're doing those jobs. It was relatable. Yeah, it was super right. relatable, and I like the dialogue. The jokes hold up. Like, how many comedies from the '90s are still? you know funny um all of them <laughs> true sorry <laughs> freddy got fingered oh shit i forgot about freddy got fingered I don't, i've never seen that movie forgot about dude where's my car oh man that one's good <laughs> <laughs> but like um yeah the dialogue in this is good like it's it makes me laugh yeah there's not a lot of movies that you know are funny just based on that's true i did have straight some, joke writing it got some pops out of me i will say that hey uh I thought it was fun when, uh, like, you know how Dante got called Brad during sex? Yeah. That really brought me into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you liked that? You felt yeah. that was a little personal nod? Yeah. Kevin Smith paying respects to future comedian Brad Sabatuck. <laughs> yeah, future local <laughs> open micer. <laughs> but have you ever been called the wrong name? No, I've never been called. I've only been called my name, and that I don't did not like it. You don't like when girls say your name while... I mean, it's fine now, but the first time it happened, it threw me off so much. You were like, I didn't think she knew that. Literally, we were having sex, and she said my name, and I stopped, and I'm like, what? What's up? (laughs) 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 Hell yeah. (laughs) That's a man who cares about what's going on in a woman's mind. That's actually the most progressive thing you could have (laughs) done. Thank you. She didn't think so, but. Yeah. Well fucking dumb bitch (laughs) if i got called the wrong name during sex i would let the past be the past (laughs) sorry did you mean brad yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'd be like that's a weird way to pronounce it what are you icelandic (laughs) oh she's probably just stupid (laughs) (laughs) let me accommodate a guy like me would never assume that (laughs) but if i got called brad during sex i would give her a son (laughs) <laughs> come inside of her immediately <laughs> yeah blast right through the condom yeah anyway but no i like when they say your name it's kind of nice you're like oh that is that is me <laughs> breaking the fourth wall a little bit. It reminds me that i'm real because i don't know if i said this on the podcast or if i said it before the podcast but i do dissociate during sex quite a bit yeah i can't remember when you said that either but i feel like that's the only like i don't know how else are you having sex if you're not a shell of yourself while it's happening? Yeah, my eyes cross and I start having like a visions of hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I start speaking in tongues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, draw a pentagram on myself. <laughs> Girls are always taking off my shirt and being like, 
what is that tattoo? And I'm like, oh, it's not a tattoo. It's a uh, rune that I've burned into my <laughs> chest. Oh, man. That'd be very funny if you got a bunch of runic tattoo. <laughs> I don't even What are runes? Is that offensive? I, it's, I don't know. It's like I just see weird guys get them. I'll see guys with, like, beards and, you know, maybe a metal band T-shirt. They'll also have, like, runes across their knuckles or something like that. But that doesn't tell me what it is. Yeah, I'm just saying it's something that weird guys do. All right. Well. And we're allowed to make fun of it because it's mostly white guys who do it. So which rune tattoo do you have if it's something that weird guys do? Yo, fucking back up, dude. dude. Back up, dude. I'm going to call upon the power of my Viking ancestors. (laughs) We're going to kill your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It would be funny if you just killed me. That would be a pretty good thing. That's how the podcast should end is just you shooting me in the head. Man, that would be so a funny. A gunshot and then footsteps is So the funny last for episode. everyone in the scene if I just killed you. Yeah, it would be, <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Like, I mean, obviously, everybody there would be marches in the streets and everybody would be really sad for yeah, like a day. Yeah, you know, Brad Lives Matter. Yeah, that's true. More people should be saying that. <laughs> but then, like, once everyone was over it, it would be a funny story. It'd be like, remember that time I fucking shot Brad in the face? <laughs> everyone would be like yo did you hear about that comedian who hit the other comedian <laughs> be like no did you hear about when keen killed brad <laughs> <laughs> that's how we take over the scene <laughs> that's the reason nobody gives us our respect is because uh you know other guys are more physically intimidating yeah you know, because i'm not a murderer fights. and you haven't been killed <laughs> yeah honestly if i get killed uh my that's how i go down in history that's the only way for people to remember my name. <laughs> um, what else do you got? Um, what do you think of the ending of this movie? So Dante's girlfriend or um, ex girlfriend that he was chatting with comes over, comes to work to try and uh, reconnect things. Yep. She ends up uh, having sex with a dead guy in the bathroom. What did you think of that? You said you liked it, so don't lie to me. I didn't say I liked it. I said, said I thought it, it awakened was something f- in you. Uh, no, I said I realized something. You about said, oh, you said you'd like to try that. Is yeah, what yeah, you yeah, said. yeah. Thank you. Please don't misquote me on this podcast. If you're not writing down everything I say to you, then we need to reconsider. <laughs> but uh, I just I thought it was a good bit. I thought it was classic. Never seen that done before. Accidentally fucking a dead guy. Funny. It is funny, and I like uh, I liked when they uh, wheeled him out and he had a big boner. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty funny. But you know what I do kind of wish is I would like to see that same bit roles reversed: a guy accidentally fucking a dead girl and having no clue. Yeah, that'd be pretty. Uh, and then being fine with it when he finds <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess that makes sense then. Yeah. <laughs> Not that having actually... it phase him at all. Yeah, anyway, I'll get, like, a pack of cigarettes. and Guy loses his virginity to a dead person, and then he is in sex ed class the next day, like, a- asking the anonymous questions. The teacher just pulls one out and reads it. like, is there supposed to be flies? No. <laughs> Why does it smell uh, rancid? <laughs> that's just how they all smell. Anyway, that's a sketch idea I had. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sex ed bucket, but it, you slowly start to find out that one, one person's a necrophile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think it would be funny to dress up in suits and go around to random stores giving people tickets for selling cigarettes to children. Yeah, I liked that good. part of the movie. But doing it in front of everybody? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, yeah, that would be pretty good. Like people always go to your job and like try to mess with you. I'm going to show up at your job and be like, uh, 
You sold fake crack to my nine-year-old nephew. Next time I see a, a, you know, a guy talking to a cute bartender I love, just yeah, or other way around, a girl talking to a bartender, just show go to the bartender, be like, you were s- serving uh, babies. Why'd you sell fentanyl to my child, my baby? <laughs> Why were you selling house specials to that toddler? If my wife ever talks to a doctor at the hospital, I'm going to be like, why would you give fentanyl to my ex-wife's newborn child? <laughs> uh, man, getting insecure about your <laughs> wife talking to doctors at the hospital would be very funny. <laughs> like having to be in the room and like... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Not yeah. trusting him. Has anyone done a bit about a guy being jealous of a gynecologist? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> Making sure he doesn't smell his fingers after this. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be here till you wash your hands, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is officially the horniest episode of the show. Uh, you're going to have to give me those gloves. <laughs> <laughs> You put them in like a display case in your house. I have a room in my house that's just full of framed gloves. Yeah, what do you think? Is this movie a worker's classic? Is it funny? Is it witty? Or does it suck? I think it's a worker's classic. It's it's ANCAP, anti-capitalism, which is what that stands for. Um, I think it... uh, it's a great movie about guys being scared of change. Yes, scared it is. to better themselves. It maybe is. a couple self sabotagers. Because th- that's the thing too with this movie is there's a the there's another sequel and then there's a new sequel coming out and they like the characters are all like they stay clerks. Yeah, like these guys are the lifers who start up and they think they're better than everything and then they you know never prove that they are better than this. Because uh, the whole time I was watching this movie, I kept wondering, like, which one of us is uh, Dante and which one of us is Randall mm-hmm. until they got to the part where uh, where Randall yells at Dante for being scared of improvement. And then it's like, uh, oh, yeah, I guess we're both Dante. <laughs> yeah. That's why we both been... Hey, I guess neither of us are the cool guy after <laughs> all. <laughs> I guess that's why we've both been in the process of moving for three years. <laughs> I think this movie taught our parents to be toxic kings uh, when Dante breaks up with the lady who does everything for him just so he can be with a lady who's dating someone else. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that is definitely something I've learned. Maybe not from this movie, but definitely something I've learned. I also think this movie was the first... um, Fuck. What's that book? Jordan Peterson's book? 12 Rules to Life. uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) You think that this w- this was the first version of that? <laughs> no, I think it was the first version of Twelve Rules for Life because I think it is a male empowerment movie. You know, it is. Well, I mean, yeah, this is Fight Clubs for Pussies. This is Fight Club for Pussies. Because y- they say uh, there's a great quote: the drug dealers they kick some knowledge. They say, "Hey, there's a million hot babes in the world, but they don't all bring you lasagna to your job. Most of them just cheat on you." That's true. Which. I mean, I guess that could be also an incel thing. I mean, it is an incel thing. Most of them aren't going to cheat on you. But, like, you know, most of them uh, aren't going to go that extra mile and do super nice things for you for no reason. You know? If you find a lady who's bringing lasans to you. Which also, though, like, do you ever have someone do something super nice for you? And then, the like, all that happens is you just go, oh, you're fucking annoying. Yeah, I've had that, and honestly, like that's on. That's kind of how I know that I'm like I need to break this off. A yeah, little. that's how I know I'm. I am my dad. Yeah, cause I don't know, cause I have had it where girls that I do love will do things like nice things for me, and it gen- like it almost makes me cry. Like yeah. I love that stuff. Yeah, it is nice when a girl is nice. 
That's a good point. Uh, yeah, that's one of my favorite things about girls is when they're nice to me. The, the crazy thing about them, though, is they're all like perfect sweeties who I would love to cuddle. Yeah. So um, if you're a, you know, a beautiful angel who listens to the podcast, wants to come see us do stand up. Brad, do you have any dates? coming? Why don't we just like get in our pajamas, get under like four blankets, maybe even a weighted one. And just fucking cuddle a day away. Fuck the night away. No. <laughs> no. Just, the thing about fucking is it's nice, but it's also like it's not like beautiful, you know? <laughs> I only want to do shit uh, that's beautiful with you, baby. <laughs> oh, also this movie taught our parents that you're not the main character, which is why our generation should watch it. Yes, they should. They should watch it for that. Because he goes, but you work in a convenience store. The weight of the world does not rest on your shoulders. Like, that's powerful speech, you know? Dude, I love it. Like, I'm, there's so many times that I want to pull people aside at my, uh, you know, retail job and be like, why do you care yeah. about any of this? Stop being stressed. Yeah, this is fake. This is yeah. not real. None of this matters. <laughs> you ever noticed how when something goes wrong at work, everything's still fine? Yeah. And then people still freak out? Yeah, exactly. It's never, oh, no, I forgot to close right, and now the business will fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe do a little bit of growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who fucking cares? Um... Also, I'm glad they become friends again at the end. Uh, it just, you know, another bros before hoes movie. Yeah, classic. The uh, counter that I've been counting all epi- all podcast length. Uh, the counter's at one billion. <laughs> Turns out all movies are are that. <laughs> and that's all the notes I have for this week. Yeah, I thought this was a sick movie. I think everyone should watch it. Um, I think that it. Uh, you know, I think it raises workers up while also at the same time kind of checking them a little bit. Yeah. Uh, making them realize that, like, yeah, you are, you know, what you're doing does kind of suck, but also it's not super hard. So yeah. chill. It's good. It's got a little bit of nuance. It's it does. Like, yeah. Maybe no one should do these bullshit jobs, but also, like, you're not better than this. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah, there's a reason you're here right now. Anyway. But, yeah. You got I, anything to plug? Yeah, come out to uh, um, Young Guns every fucking Wednesday except some. Uh, Swag Thursdays every Thursday except some at the Grindstone Theater. Yeah. Uh, I'm on the road this rest of this week and weekend, but I have no... I I didn't write down which cities I'm going to. I just have road. Actually, it actually just says Juan because that's who I'm working with. (laughs) Um, I'm at the famed... Smoking Kush show uh, Sunday. Ooh, don't want to miss that. Edmonton listeners want to come to that. Uh, Swag Thursdays, uh, Fort Mac in December, uh, Lethbridge December. Uh, I don't know, a bunch of other shit. Fucking go on my website that I don't have. Yeah, I'll be in uh, Peace River this weekend, and then uh, December 9th to 13th, I'll be working with Josh Adam Myers at the comic strip. Uh, in Edmonton, uh, and then um, I'll be in Vancouver, uh, December sixteenth uh, to nineteenth, working with Ben Glebe. Um, Ooh, Vancouver. Vancouver. More like a Blamcouver. Yo, ratata. Yeah. I'll also be uh, working with uh, Josh, a good man named Joshua Wolf. 
uh, d- uh, January 6th to 9th at the comic strip in Edmonton. You think he listens to this? Yeah, he does. Uh, s- serious, Josh Wolf is my favorite headliner I've worked with. Everyone should come to that show. He's sick. He's going to murder. It'll be so much fun. Everyone will have great sets. I just thought of a new bit we should do where every time we work with a headliner, we try to get them to listen to the podcast. Not be on it. Just be, get, yeah. get them into it. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just tell them we think they'll like it. <laughs> Done and done. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Everybody have a blessed week. We're sorry we missed a week, but that's going to happen again. Bye.